Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. And down here, Spock Sports Show, back at the Champion Center, talking with Central Michigan University head coach, Jim McElwain. Uh, first of all, coach, going to Notre Dame, you know, what did you learn this Saturday? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a great experience for our university and, and for our team. And I think we came out of it realizing, you know, we're not that far off uh, if we just take care of, um, you know, some of the, the the mental checks that you need to to have uh, to not give up big plays and some things like that. We were able to kind of show that to the guys afterwards. And, uh, you know, what, a lot of them nodding their heads like, uh, you know what, we play hard, but we can play smarter. Now, talk about that environment in South Bend, first of all. Like I said, one of the, you know, if you grew up my age, it's all about Rudy, but, you know, even yeah. before that, it was just yeah. one of the most historic programs. Talk about, you know, just the chance for the kids to be able to go play there. Well, it's 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 an amazing place, and uh, the people there take a lot of pride in it and do a great job of, of welcoming you to Notre Dame. Uh, it's always interesting because you walk off the bus and you get, about 10, 12 people, welcome to Notre Dame, and uh, they mean it. And uh, they realize what a great place it is and, and really what an honor it is for the other team to even play there. Um, you know, it's not it's not a raucous environment. You know, the, they, they don't have a tons of student body there necessarily, and it's a little bit of a um, Maybe professional destination, one. yeah, you know, for people. You know, getting tickets, they've always been Notre Dame fans, you know. But with that being said, um, it is an immaculate setup and a great place to play. And he talked about being, you know, not that far off. Yeah. After they had that long touchdown in the first quarter, you guys marched it right down the field. Um, how good was that to see? And I think that's kind of the moments you're talking about from that yeah, game. Yeah, that, you know, finishing right before half, uh, not leaving them any time to do anything and, and putting a score in. Um, you know, there's certain things that go on in the game that, you go, really, was it them or was it us? And, and when you play a top 10 team in the country like we just did, um, you know, I think there's a lot of lessons you can take from it. Now, as we move forward, um, what can we take from that and get a little bit better this week? And I, and I think that's where that type of game and that type of environment kind of sets you up to compete for a conference championship, right? That's why you schedule those games. Well, you know, I mean, you – Schedule for a lot of reasons. Uh, Touche, yeah. <laughs> you know, financially, those games help the whole athletic department. That's something that, that we have to do as a football program, and I totally get it, and I totally endorse it. Um, yet at the same time, I think it's a great opportunity to put your brand, which is Central Michigan University Chippewas, in front of the nation at, at places like that. And that's kind of part of the goal here uh, for me is to make sure that, that we're doing everything we can to put our name, our school's name out there, and, and uh, that's something that uh, I think is really good. How do you think Jace performed in that tough environment at quarterback? Yeah, I thought he didn't blink, you know. It wasn't too big for him, obviously. A couple checks here and there he'd like to have back, and, and yet uh, at the same time, you know, he competed his tail off. And like I've said from the beginning, we've got a couple really good quarterbacks, and, and he – he he showed uh, against Notre Dame that he's he's that. Yeah, other than him, who kind of stood out to you? You know, uh, you know, our running backs. Uh, I thought, you know, we we blocked the line of scrimmage against a great defense, and and those guys really competed. Uh, I thought, 
you know, in a lot of ways, um, you know, they showed they belong. And uh, I thought that was really good. And, and for the most part, the way we handled some of their games, um, you know, we didn't get into a lot of uh, situations that, um, you know, they overwhelmed us. And I thought that was good. And now with a program like Notre Dame, you know, the money for almost anything, do you think depth became a factor? Now, this is just me l- looking at scoreboard. Oh, I'm, you, you know, know I'm, I'm sure, you know, a little bit. That, that, that's all part of it. And yet, uh, you know what, we got guys that went in and played and played their tails off. And, and um, you know, obviously, uh, when you look at it, um, there's an awful big size discrepancy in some of those type of things. And yet, uh, you know, at the end of the day, our guys competed their tails off. Yep, and that's the last, you know, thing I want to ask you about that game. So you want to go in winning every game. But, man, you guys competed for four quarters against Notre Dame. And, again, 21-14 at the end of the half, you, you have a field goal go in. It, it's, you know, it's, 20, it's really close at the half. Just talk about how proud you were of this group. Yeah, I was. And, and you know, um, you, know you, you get down in there. We gave ourselves an opportunity. And, again, we, you know, we missed the chip shot. But at the same time, um, you know, we had an opportunity to get a first down there. And, and um, you know, didn't execute it. And, you know, those are some of the things that, that – I guess, you know, as a coach, it, you lose sleep and you get frustrated, you know, because I know that we're capable. And now traveling to South Alabama, you know, very similar. I think people saw New Hampshire on the schedule say, oh, New Hampshire for the home opener. It's like, no, 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 yeah. this isn't your normal yeah. home opener. No. And then I think people, South Alabama's name hasn't been, you know, that prevalent except for the last few years. But if anybody looks, they just rolled Oklahoma State 33-7. to uh, What are you expecting going down there? Yeah, and watching that film, it wasn't even that close. <laughs> oh, right, um, right. They, they, <laughs> they put it on them. They put it on them and put it on them hard. Um, you know, they've done an outstanding job. Like I said, a year ago they came in here with, I think it was 41 new players in that we, you know, didn't see in the summer study. Now those guys are back, and they've made some other additions. Um, you know, football in the South, um, especially in Mobile. You've is, been there. Is, um, it's, it's important. It's, it's important to people, and, and they've really uh, put the resources in and done a fantastic job there. Uh, redid the stadium. We'll be playing a new a new stadium that obviously the Senior Bowl plays in, you know, and and some things like that. So um, it'll be a, it'll be a good trip, and I'm I'm excited for our kids uh, from the South. You know, their families are going to be able to come see them. That's cool. And now they're trying to become school number three in Alabama. It seems like they got Alabama, Auburn. It seems like they're kind of on the rise, aren't they? No, it, they are. They they're you know the location itself right there on ten. You know the location to to getting. Uh, quality players it's it's uh that's one of the first things you look at you know when 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 uh uh there's a program how close are you to getting great players and they're right there they, they don't even need to get in a plane to go recruit um and and have done an outstanding job the university there is committed to it and uh, you know you can tell uh, what they've done not only facility wise but as a university to support it all right, and now Mac play after that. Is there anybody that that stood out to you in the pre-conference so far? You know, uh, have you not I, even I haven't attention? even really. You know, I mean, you you check the scores uh, when you get on the bus after a game, um, and uh, you know, obviously there's been some big wins. There's been some close games uh, that I think should have been wins. Um, you know, for our conference, um, the way the schedule looks for us, you know, we've got those guys on our schedule. You know, Ohio is a crossover game and. They're obviously playing very, very good. 
And, uh, you know, when you look at our side, you know, I think everybody thought Toledo, and it's looking that way. Yep. All right, Coach McElwain, thanks so much for chatting with me. We'll get a catch up with you again next week. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours, too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the Central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind. If you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Let's keep things rolling at Central Michigan's press conference as I was able to catch up with defensive lineman Jason Williams. Bruce Bachman back with you, still hanging out at the Champion Center, Central Michigan University. I've now got junior defensive lineman Jason Williams here with me. And uh, Jason, first of all, on the D-line, where all have you played, man? Um, I spend most of my time as a three-tech in the uh, shade. All right. Uh, but depending on the formation, I might go out to a five-technique, more of like a defensive end, but right. not very often. And, and so for the, the layman terms, the three, you're still that D-end, but you're still kind of on the inside because you got that linebacker covering you up, essentially, correct? Yes, pretty much, yes, sir. All right. And now where's your favorite spot to play? You like to be split out wide? You like to kind of get in there against the offensive guards? Or, you know, what's your favorite spot? Uh, uh depends on the, the, the down and the, the, the down and distance. All right. So uh, right. Let, let go through that a little bit. It's <laughs> first down and 10. Where, where's Jason want to be on the line? First down and 10, I'd rather be in uh, – uh, the one shade because right. handling those double teams is what I'm used to because of the position I played in high school. Uh, I was a, actually a head up shade zero technique in high school. So all right, and so that so that's and that's going to be like the three four. You're going to have three down yeah. linemen, and you're right there in the middle. Yeah. And your job is to clog up as much exactly. as you can, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just really make it a tough time for the offense. But so the first and ten, you know, the first rundowns I'd like to be. You want to be right in the mix, the, don't yeah, you? I yeah, I want to be a part of the action, you know, right where everything's yeah. happening. Uh, more on, if it's a pass down, like third and long or something, I'd rather be in a three technique to give me a little bit more space to try to get a little bit of a 1v1. Um, or even in the five technique in the, uh, a wide front. All right. We got uh, zero or five in the. All right. So when, you, when you're split out wide, you're going up against one of those big tackles. What's your first move at it? You, you try and power over him. You surprise him with that bull rush. You try and spit. You, what, what's yeah, Jason so got his repertoire? <laughs> Me being 300, almost 300 pounds, you know, I'm not necessarily the fastest. So You can power most, over him sometimes yeah, with most, bull rush. Yeah, yeah, most tackles not necessarily going to respect the, uh, uh, a speed rush. So All right. I definitely got to work more of a power move. Right on. And now Ocoee, Florida, that, that's yes. where you went to high school. Uh and it looked like it was pretty much Orlando, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. big area down there. What's the difference to well, – actually, first, let's talk about your high school. How many kids were in your high school? Um, I don't know the exact number, but – It was big. Graduating class yeah. had, had a few hundred in it at least. Yeah, def- at least 500, I think. Oh, I, wow. I all right. Guess, all yeah. right. And so for the, I'm the small-town cat from Shepherd, just south yeah. here. I had 125 <laughs> in my graduating yeah. class. That's, um, what's, what's it been like making the transition from there to here, Mount Pleasant? Um, the biggest thing is, one, everything's more convenient here. In Orlando, it seems everything's about 30 minutes apart. Um, uh, that small town feeling, you know, everybody knows everybody and nothing's too far apart. Um, and the snow. The snow, is, <laughs> the snow is the biggest thing to get used to in the cold. Uh, definitely got to get some boots and 
the the thick uh wool socks and everything and the, the big puffer jacket but <laughs> everything else has been uh, an easy adjustment you know my team really makes a good job of making everybody comfortable and having somewhere to go and hang out and so we, when you came up here and you saw the snow was that your first time ever seeing snow T- talk about that a little bit maybe it was technically my second but right. the second one was like just a little bit of flurry yeah it wasn't much but yeah it was definitely something uh i didn't know about the black ice oh how, all right yeah. yeah so i remember uh walking down the ramp to get into the facility i slipped real bad <laughs> and all my teammates was laughing at me like oh look at the floor the boy don't know how to walk in ice <laughs> but it was <laughs> it was definitely something to get used to in the slush yeah and now playing in the snow have you done that a couple of times because because that's something i think every kid dreams of even if you're a florida kid yeah right? that western game last year was my first time playing in the snow and you know that wasn't a a, a, a light snow game so <laughs> It was definitely something, you know, you can't feel your fingers and toes and your nose is running and you're just numb and, and hurting and it feels like a thousand needles are stabbing you, but you got to fight through the pain. Yeah, uh, well, I guess what I'm thinking of the fun, it's, it's the kids playing football. When you're out there playing serious yeah. football, you, you'd rather have yeah. the nice weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now you had six tackles this past Saturday at Notre yes, Dame. Talk about what it was like just being able to play in that environment, that historic stadium. It was honestly a blessing, man. You know, growing up just watching, you know, everybody watches Power NBC, 5 football. NBC, they're yeah. on every, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. The atmosphere was great. The fans were great. It was a great team to play. Um, it was amazing. My uh, my teammates really did a good job of really calming my nerves and, and making me comfortable. Uh, playing next to uh, Jacquez Bristol Quezzi really helped me out. Um, him, me knowing that he's going to do his job made it a lot easier for me to do my job. And was and, there a moment in that game, one of those tackles that kind of stood out to you most? Um, probably that chase down tackle I got yeah, on a little, right. the little uh, jet sweep they ran. That was definitely, uh, definitely one to remember. And now – What's it like when you make that perfect hit, that perfect tackle, the crowd goes wild, and you, you, know, you get up, throw your arms up. Talk about that. Yeah, um, I really just look for my teammates, man. I just every, most, most of the things I do on the field is just to, so my teammates know I got their back. So yeah. me, me making that play really just made me happy for like, me knowing I did my job for my teammates. So the first thing I did was to get up and look to see if my teammates, you know, make sure I made them proud. Make sure you get your dad for that one, yeah, make them proud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's your favorite part of football, period? Uh, definitely winning. Winning is definitely, <laughs> winning is definitely a good part. But um, I just like the camaraderie of it, really. Just the uh, us, me and my teammates, just going out there, pretty much going to war. You know, got each other's back and looking out for each other. Us, each of one of one of us doing our job and just fighting together and having fun. Yeah. Now, what's your favorite part of playing for Coach McElwain? Man, Coach Mac really, really does a great job of like boosting the atmosphere. When you know he keeps keeps us alone on a level head. Uh. Keeps us hyped before the game, you know, always tells us to, you know, go out there confident, you know, like play your game. Nobody can play your game better than you can. And just really holding us to a high standard and making sure we're progressing. And now you don't have – you can plead the fifth on this one. You got a least favorite part of playing for Coach McElwain. <laughs> uh, it'd probably be just – because Coach, Coach, Coach Mac demands a high standard and he accepts nothing less. So just – I wouldn't say necessarily my least favorite part, but definitely the hardest part would be just making sure every day you come in here upholding that standard and paying attention to the details. All right, now South Alabama coming up, except people who look at they just rolled Oklahoma State. I mean, they're going to be <laughs> tough. What do you expect going down there? I expect a fight, man. They're a really good team. You know, watching film, they definitely have uh, good players, man. But, you know, I, I approach this game just like I approach every other game with the utmost respect and just making sure I pay attention to as many details as possible, really locking in in practice and doing everything i got to do to be prepared for this game. And I'm sure the next level is your ultimate goal, uh, yeah. going, to the, going to the NFL. Other than that, you got any plans after school? What's your major? Uh, business administration is my major. Um, not quite a roadmap of, of what's next, but 
definitely need my degree. And then after I get that, then we'll go from there. Yeah, and like I said, you you got plans to go on to the next level. And, and I think that's one of those things that people are coming to CMU for. They've yes, seen sir. people be able to move on to that next level and been able to have a lot of success there. And so, yes, Jason, thanks so much for joining me, man. Appreciate it. No Good luck to you guys from South me. Alabama, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Now I was able to have one more sit down with offensive lineman Deontay Powell Woods. Spock Sports continuing to hang out here at the Champion Center at CMU's campus. I've now got Deontay Powell Woods here with me, the senior offensive lineman. And first of all, how many different spots have you played on the line? And even going back to your high school, if you want. I played all over the line. The <laughs> only the only spot I haven't played is center. Center? All right. Yeah. But I took reps out of practice one day. All right. And that's, so if they need you, you can, you can snap that ball back there too, right? Oh, man, I'm the last resort. You're the last resort? <laughs> I'm the last resort. <laughs> and now, how much more difficult is that being the center, just, just that ball snap? How much, how much tougher is that the times you've practiced it? Man, I, didn't, I don't even practice it a lot because yeah. I'll play left, uh, left tackle, left guard, right guard, right tackle. I don't really touch center. All right. Center's a hard job, though. I give them, uh, give them credit. That's, that's a hard job. Now, where's your favorite spot to be on the line? And now, when I asked Jason, he said it depends on the down, and maybe maybe it's the same thing for you. It, it more depends on the play. All right. You know, uh, overall though, I'd probably say one of the. I'd probably say right guard. All right, and, right and, guard. and why right guard? You like pulling out, getting out in front of the running backs and whatnot, if you can. I don't even. I don't even know. I think I'm just a little better on the right. All side. right, that, that's where you think your best spot is at. Yeah. All right. And now Bluefield, West Virginia to Mount Pleasant. Talk talk about what that transition was like for you. Well, I mean, uh, Bluefield's not a huge town, so it wasn't it wasn't a crazy transition. I will say it's uh, we we're on a little more in the countryside. All right, all right. Uh, West Virginia, you know, Mount Pleasant's got that small town feel, but it's not it's not uh, it's not the mountain. Right. Yeah, well, that's why I, I told you when I, you know, I looked it up on the maps or whatever, just cause not very familiar with West Virginia. Like I said I couldn't, I couldn't really tell. I said it looks like there's maybe some city there, but like I said still, still pretty country there. Like I said I'm a shepherd guy, and so like I said, you know, you get a little bit out of Mount Pleasant. It's pretty darn country around here. Going back to 2017, you won the state championship there. Talk about your memories from that winning that with your high school teammates. Oh man, that was awesome. It, it was like probably my favorite year of high school. 2017 state championship. We went undefeated that year with just a great group of guys. I still talk to a lot of them to this day. I mean, it was it was just awesome. And now Lou Nichols had that 1800 yard season. You were a big part of that on the line. Is there a certain game, a certain moment from that year that stands out to you guys when you had so much success on the ground, or was it just that that group of guys that you had together working so well? Oh, it's for sure a group of guys. Like you, you can't forget that that group right there. It was awesome to get uh, be able to work with uh, guys like that because you got you got people in the league now. Bernard Raymond, he played left tackle for us uh, when Lou was here. Luke Gadecki, he played right tackle for us when Lou was here. So, I mean, the group of guys, absolutely unforgettable. But if you want to specify a game, a single game, I would probably say the uh, Sun Bowl All right. versus uh, Washington State. Talk about that. Talk about your memories from that one. Oh, that was that was good. Good memories, partially because I had to go out there and play left tackle because our tackles that uh, took themselves out to get ready for the draft. Yep. So then you got me in another position. You got to bring another guy in. He's a freshman. It's his first game, and it's a bowl game. It's, <laughs> it's freaking out. It's awesome. <laughs> no, but you go out there and you do you do what you what what people don't think you can do against like a power five team. You know. And you don't get you don't get uh, the same 
credit or sometimes respect as you do when you're a smaller school. But then you go out there and you beat these big schools. It's like, all right, now you got to respect. Yeah, what's up? What's up now kind of thing, yeah. And, you know, talking about that that year, those guys moving on to the NFL, I think that's something that if you're an offensive lineman, Central Michigan University is a a pretty good place to go. I've had the number one pick taken as an offensive lineman, and a lot of guys who get drafted here on the line have a lot of success. Have you noticed that? Is that something that you, you know, maybe looked for when you were thinking about where to go? Oh, I've for sure seen that. Yeah, I've definitely taken notice of it. Uh yeah, it's a real, it's a, it's a great tradition to be a bub here at CMU. Yeah, we do have, we have historically put a decent amount of guys from the line in the league. And now being named to the Outland Trophy watch list in the preseason, uh, t- talk about what that was like to see that press release. First of all, you know, what, what kind of feelings did that give you? It was almost unreal. Like I didn't even. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I, I had to look up what the Allen Trophy was. I never thought, <laughs> never thought in my life I would have been nominated for something like that. Dude, like the feelings were just unreal. Just flooded me. I was like excited, but like nervous because now you got to hold up this standard, which I'm not nervous about that. Anymore. Yep. You know, was, I am who I am. I'm gonna play how I play. You know. And now, like I said, seeing that, like I said, did it? You know, maybe. Give you a little bit more confidence, though? Did it, you know, make you think, like, all right, there are all people out there seeing what I'm doing and the work I'm putting in. How do you know, talk about that feeling. Oh, 100%. It definitely gives you a sense of, uh, of self-confidence because, you know, you, you see yourself grow throughout the years, and then it's different when you notice that someone else notices how you've grown. And, like, that's what this was for me is the other people have noticed how I can – how I can play or what kind of teammate I can be, you know? Yep. So, like, seeing that, just big self-confidence boots right there. And now having some success running the ball against Notre Dame, like I said, in particular, your guys' first scoring drive, that's kind of marched it right down running the football. Talk about how much fun that was and, you know, how much more confidence that gives you guys as a group. Oh, that's a huge tone setter, dude. Especially for an offensive lineman who, like, yeah, I love to pass pass the ball. It's, It's all right. You know, let the quarterbacks do their thing. But when you talk to O-Lyman, man, you got to run the ball. Yeah, when that's you can what go, we love to do. When you can go downhill, like I said, a team like Notre Dame, they've always got one of the top O-lines, D-lines every year. And so for you guys to have some running success, how much confidence is that going to give you going into MAC play? Oh, it's huge confidence boost. I mean, just from the first couple games, clearly we see we can we can hang in the game with anybody. I mean, that's, that's no question. We can play fast. We can play physical. We can play tough. All we have to do is just finish the execution, play a full four quarters, and put the yep. whole game together. Yeah, you look at how close it was, in particular the first half with Notre Dame, missed field goal. It could have been 21-17 going in the half, and that's one of those people see that score. They go, oh, you know, like I said, you talk about that power five and maybe the little disrespect that some Mac schools get. You earn it pretty darn quick when you put that up against uh, Notre Dame. South Alabama coming up this Saturday, said big win over Oklahoma State. You know, they're another – Becoming the third power, I kind of feel like down there in Alabama. What's it going to take to beat those guys? Man, like I like I just said, we're going to have to execute because there's no doubt in my mind we can play with the best of them as far as playing fast, playing physical. It's just it comes down to the execution part. Yep. And now, is that going to be closer to home for you at West Virginia, or is it because that's one of those? I mean, you're, you're kind of out there, and I'm trying to I'm trying to think or whatever, but I feel like it might be a kind of about about the same distance, wouldn't it? 
Yeah. Well, when, when I was talking with Coach Mack, he was saying it's a cool opportunity for some guys from the South to be able to go with some gifts. So I should have asked this to Jason from uh, Okoye, you know, Florida or whatever, but just kind of thought about it with you. I'm like, that one might be kind of like right right in the middle there or something like that. To yeah, th- I think we're, we might be like right in the middle. Yeah. It might take you just as long to get there <laughs> as it does to Mount Pleasant. <laughs> Probably a little bit easier drive in the winter to go to that one. And now <laughs> your pl- plans for next year, said with being named an Outland on the Outland Trophy watch list, I imagine, you know, the next level is something that's going to be an opportunity for you. But I think you said on your bio you got one more year of eligibility left after this. Do you plan to use it? Uh no, I, I think this is my last year of eligibility. Right. Oh, pardon me, pardon me. All right, maybe that might have been the bio coming into this year or something yeah, like that. Unless I got an extra year, no one's telling me. You know? <laughs> if they tell you, you you'll find out, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, what are your plans for next year? But uh, yeah, no, I do. I would like to go to the league. That is, that would be my number one. That's been the dream since. I've been like eight years old. All right. Well, I think you're on your way to that dream. Like I said, being on that Outland Trophy watch list, your name's going to be on the watch list for an awful lot of NFL teams, man. So I wish good luck to you, Deontay, in the future. Thanks so much for joining me, man. Thank you. Another big, big thank you to Coach McElwain, Deontay Powell-Woods, and Jason Williams. Take some time to chat with me here on Spock Sports Show. CMU taking on South Alabama this week. Then they open up MAC Conference play next week. Hope to catch back up with Coach McElwain and some more players next week. Spock Sports Show, podcasting wherever you get your podcasts, or check out MyMichiganPodcast.com. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Bachman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.